All right, the wrap-up show with John and Jim. It is Friday morning. There is a report out from John Heyman, so take that as you wish, that Manny Machado will opt out at the end of the 2023 season. But but do not go crazy. Do not go crazy. We'll tell you as to why. We'll lay out all the possibilities for Machado and the Padres uh, over the course of the next 45 minutes or an hour or so. As you make your way in, please subscribe if you're here live. Uh, we appreciate it. If you're watching on replay, it's great to have you with us as always as well. Make sure to subscribe. We have year on content for Padres fans. Make sure to smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. If you're here live, uh, if you want to support this channel and contribute, you can click <clears> the dollar <throat> sign in the chat box. We get to all of the super chats. If you're here on replay, you can hit the super thanks button and anyone can always become a member. We have so many members that have joined us over the course of the last year by clicking the join button down below. You'll get custom emojis and badges and more. Uh, Jim, the news of the day is John Heyman's report that Manny Machado, according to Heyman, will reportedly opt out at the end of the 2023 season, so next season. So what's your reaction to that? I don't think you need a reporter to to report that. I think that's <laughs> something we all knew was going to happen. Like, um, It's going to happen. He's going to opt out. Um, and the Padres will do everything in their power to make sure he stays a Padre for the remainder of his career. That's what's going to happen. We've talked about it. I think, honestly, we were like the first Literally, people yeah, to talk about the, the Manny opt-out. Yeah. As and people far, didn't want to talk about it, but we wanted to be you know, kind of honest with right. it. And, he, and, and look, he's going to opt-out. This report could be absolutely false. And who knows? Maybe we all get surprised and Manny opts in, or they resign Manny to an extension later this offseason or in the middle of next year. All those things are all those things could happen, but we were the first to talk about this like opt out as it's it's a big story. Okay, it's a big deal, and you see you hear people say it's not a big deal. Manny's going to Manny's going to be a Padre for life. Okay, that's not one hundred percent. That's that's not a hundred percent guarantee. I don't care how much Manny says he loves San Diego. If he opts out and someone offers him four hundred and fifty million dollars for ten years. And it's not the Padres. You don't think he's going to seriously consider that option, that op, that offer, because he will. Look so, what happened with Xander Bogarts. I mean, he was he was um, he wasn't offered what he should have been a year ago from the Red Sox. He felt as if you know he wasn't provided the the value that he was worth, and right, he left Boston despite the fact that he won two championships there, and, and despite his the fact that career there. How many times has Xander Bogarts said he loves Boston and he loves the Red a Sox? Lot. And he loves the fans. Same a thing lot. that Manny's done. Like guys, this is. We have to take ourselves out of like the love for a player and and realize that this is a business, okay? And the players view this as a business as well. No matter how much they say they love a team, there's like a 1% ch chance that I think Manny opts back in. Could happen, but I don't think that chance is, I don't think it's happening. Now, will he return to the Padres? I think that's a, there's a good chance of that happening. Um, just because when you look at Peter Seidler and AJ Preller and they've been, they've gone on record as saying that they want Manny here for his entire career, they're going to do everything in their power to make sure that happens. And when they put their mind to, and they, when they, when they have a, a, pl a plan, right? Like the Musgrove thing, they, they made sure that they got that, 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 they got that done. The Manny thing. I think that they're going to try to make, make sure that gets done no matter what.
Um, right. It's not a guarantee, guys. It's not 100%. No, it's not 100%. I, mean, I, I feel good about Machado's future in a Padres uniform, even if he does opt out. I mean, there's a couple of things, like you said. I mean, they could restructure his contract. They could try to do that as soon as now. Um, I think Nolan Arenado made a foolish mistake, especially when you look at what's happened here in free agency. I mean, Nolan Arenado opted in at the end of the season for like 144 remaining, and he's only 31 or 32 years old. I mean, right now, Nolan Arenado could add $100 million to it easy um, based on what's happened here over the last couple of weeks. Manny Machado recognizes this. He's not foolish, and he's got a mega agency, and they recognize this as well, and it's also good for the union. I mean, players are supposed to maximize their value for other players. You're not opting in just to opt in. The difference between 150 remaining and the possibility of getting 300 is a fortune of money, and I don't care what we all think about $150 million. That's a lot of money, but if you could turn $150 million into $300 million, you're going to elect to do that. I think the Padres have a desire to keep Machado and give him another $300 million, as in rip up this deal, extend it out, make it a 9- or 10-year deal again, or an 8- or 9-year deal, and push it close to $300 million. Now, you might say, well, how? Aiden Gonzalez or Alden Gonzalez or the ESPN wrote about this today. How can you do it with Machado, Tatis, Soto, and Bogarts? And how long will they all play together? Like literally Alden Gonzalez of ESPN wrote about that here today. It's a reasonable question. I think it's a very fair question. How do you keep this group together? How long can you keep this group together? Um, but I do believe it kind of starts with Machado. Um, you know, I think it starts with Machado over Soto, probably for Preller and Seidler. <clears throat> um, so if you're choosing between Machado and Soto's long-term future with the Padres, I think they'd probably lean towards Machado before Soto. Um, even though Soto's younger and maybe has more upside, I think he does probably have more upside. But Machado's your leader. I, it's hard to envision that they don't do everything in their power to keep him, regardless of whether he opts out or not. And they're in a tough spot because, you know, they traded all these prospects for Juan Soto, and you would think that they need to do everything in their power to keep him. They have already locked up Tatis. They have locked up Xander Bogarts. They have locked up Joe Musgrove. And the leader is Manny Machado and they also need to lock up Manny Machado because he will opt out. It's a tough, it's a tough, you know, as, as much as, as we all want fans think that it's just, it's easy. It's not. They, and look, they, could they get it done? Yeah, absolutely could. Um, but it's not, it's not going to be easy to do that. To keep all four, you're saying? Yeah. It's going to be very difficult. Yeah. It is. And we can, we, you know, we always say this, well, it's not our money. It, it's about more than that. Now, I mean, you're, when you're, when you're spending like this on four players and when four players are like 40, 50, 60% of this CBT, this collective bargaining tax number, I mean, that's kind of unheard of in baseball. If the Padres do have four players making, you know, a hundred plus million, you throw in Joe Musgrove, you're like, uh, you know, we haven't done the math on it because Machado is going to get a new deal. Soto is going to get a new deal, but you're talking 140, 150, $160 million dollars. For four or five players, I don't know how realistic that is. But it's hard to bet against Peter Seidler. He's done an amazing job with his money over the last couple of years, representing ownership as the majority <laughs> owner of the Padres. So maybe, I mean, maybe there's a way. Maybe there's a way. But I, I think just because John Heyman reports, I think my big takeaway is this for Padres fans. I wouldn't get overly concerned because reporters are reporting that Machado is going to opt out at the end of 2023. We literally spent like an entire hour on it yesterday. We said, I, I said point blank, Machado is going to opt out. I think we've said it now for days and days, even weeks and weeks. I'd be surprised if Machado didn't opt out. Kevin Acey told us that probably a month ago. He suspects there's a very realistic possibility of Machado opting out. 
this isn't really like you said, it's not overly newsworthy. What's newsworthy is what's the next Machado contract going to look like? And can they secure a contract with him before he reaches free agency? Kind of like the Musgrove conversation. If he got to free agency, it was a risk. They didn't let him get to free agency. Would they let Machado get to this opt-out? I I mean, you hope he, that you hope not. You hope that they get something done by no later than middle of the season like they did with Musgrove last year. Because mm-hmm. if Manny's having another good season, it's going to be it's going to be difficult if he opts out, you know, cuz what what says another team doesn't go and say you know, our viewpoint on Manny Machado has completely changed with, with what he's done with the Padres. So now we're willing to go give him a $400 million or a $350 million, $400 million contract, you know? And, and like, who knows what Manny's truly thinking? You all might say that you do know, but you don't. We don't know. Maybe maybe Manny doesn't. I mean, maybe Manny's saying things just to, to say things and he wants to opt out and really go somewhere else. Who knows? Like, we don't know what's inside Manny's head. He has said he wants to be a Padre forever. He has said that. But a lot of players in a lot of different sports and in baseball have said they want to be somewhere forever. And it doesn't happen because it's a business. I hope that he stays forever. I hope that he gets a new contract. And I hope that they resign everybody. Um, sometimes that doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. So... The new contract is the question. What will he get for his new contract? Because there's no way in hell he's taking five for 150. No chance. No, I, I mean, think I think it, how old is he going to be? 31, which is one year older than Bogarts. This is this is a 10 plus year, 300 plus million dollar contract again. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what it's going to be. It's going to be, I, I think, 10 for 300 is, I don't know if it's a starting point or an ending point, but I think that's a conversation worth having. And Machado just got 10 for 300. And I think mm-hmm. he's going to get another. 10 for 300. Because when Manny, think about this too, John, sorry. When Manny signed his 10-year contract with the Padres, there's a, like, there's a reason why he put the five-year opt-out in there. Like, he's not stupid, okay? Manny's very smart. And his his agents knew exactly what they were doing. Five years, put him right still in his prime. And if the Padres weren't contending and if they weren't a team that's winning, like, it was the, it'd be the easiest opt-out ever. He wouldn't want to stay here for another five years if this team sucked. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, there's no question about that. Um, did, I forget. Did, did Tatis get? No, he, he's. It's a full, full thirteen years. No, full opt-out, thirteen right? years. No opt outs. Yeah. So yeah, you do give Machado and his agent credit for getting that opt out again. Machado was further into his career than Tatis was. Tatis gets the guaranteed money. Machado gets the money plus. He gets the opt out as well. Um, okay, if you're here, please subscribe. We have year on Padres content for you, whether you're here live or on replay. If you're with us live, please consider a super chat. It's a great way. To support this channel, just click the dollar sign in the chat box down below. Make sure to like this video and follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. I mean, literally, you sent me an article, I don't know, maybe an hour ago, from Alden Gonzalez talking about all the different scenarios for the Padres moving forward. And then I look on social media. Like, I'm not kidding when I say that Musgrove, Xander, Tatis, Soto, Machado is going to be, if you keep them all, is going to be $150 million per year against the collective bargaining tax. Because, you know, you can't sign Manny Machado to a 20-year deal. <laughs> so if it's a 10-year deal, it's going to be $30 million plus AAV. You can't sign Juan Soto to a 20-year deal. I mean, maybe you can sign him to a 15-year deal, but you're looking at a $35 million plus AAV. Tatis, $25 million AAV. Xander, $25 million AAV. 
Joe, 20 million AAV. I mean, you're in like unprecedented territory, certainly in San Diego, but really across baseball. I mean, maybe the Yankees have, have played this game before. Maybe the Mets will now. Maybe the Dodgers will in the future. And maybe they can get away with that. But you have to think about it from this perspective as well. One of the criticisms of A.J. Preller has been having top-heavy rosters, and you need to have that elite talent. But like, can you field a 26-man roster when you're paying so much to so few? I think it's an interesting conversation, and that's kind of the conversation. And that's why old Gonzalez of ESPN wrote about it. He literally wrote about that today. Right. You'd have to go in like the Mets territory to like truly build out the roster how you probably want to build out the roster. And I, I mean, does anybody see that happening? Maybe not to that level. I don't think anyone really does to that level. Maybe if they win a World Series or two, that changes things. But but like, who is the odd man out? Like, this is an interesting point from the GOAT. Like, is it Soto? Is it Machado? Is it Tatis via trade? Alden Gonzalez talked about that, and I'm not talking about right now. I don't think Tatis is going anywhere right now. Um, it's not Xander Bogarts, not in the short um, term. <clears throat> I mean, if you were to pick guys, like if you were just to rank them right now, right, one through four, Regardless of like money, just give me the better, give me the best players one through four. Hmm. That's hard. <laughs> you I know, know, I mean, I think just sheer talent, and we didn't see it. I think most baseball people tell you Juan Soto. Um, sheer some, value. Some... I'd say Manny Machado has the most value to the San Diego Padres. We've watched them mm-hmm. for four years. I think three and four are. Tatis and Bogarts in some order, but Bogarts isn't going anywhere. Right? So right. No, clearly Soto and Machado are one. I'm just telling I'm just no, I don't care about the I'm not I'm not talking about the contract or money. I'm just giving like top four players. Who's the best player? I mean, it's it's probably I think almost everyone in this chat would probably say Machado one. A lot of people here wouldn't say Soto two, but most people would tell you Soto one or two. And then it would be either Tatis Bogarts or Bogarts Tatis. Yeah, and before this PED suspension, before last year, some people might even say Fernando Tatis Jr. No doubt. Number one, of course. Number one. My point is, is it's kind of hard because, like, if you're looking at the four guys, you none of nobody would put Xander Bogarts as number one. Correct. And, and like, that's a little bit of a problem because your best player, potentially, is going to be the guy that you need to give a lot of money to. And how are you going to do that? If you just locked up another dude for $280 million. And if you give him 280, what does it say about the guys that are better than him? Right. So if Bogarts is worth 280 for 11, then what's Manny worth? 300 for 10 at least. At least. But yeah, that's the, the problem. <clears throat> here's the thing. If you give, if you go, if you go, 10 for 300 again. Yeah, he just got he just got another extra 150 million dollars. Right. But his AAV is still 30. Wouldn't he want to be the highest paid third baseman in baseball? Who would be under that scenario? I believe Nolan Arenado. No, no, he's not. I don't think so. And well, who's the highest third is Manny the highest third base? Third, I highest think he may be. Arenado's owed one forty four in his deal. How many years is that? If it's four years, then yeah, it's a higher AAV. If it's five, it's it's less. So I think Manny Machado is the highest paid third baseman in baseball. Are we missing someone? 
Uh, Anthony Rendon is 35 a year. Nolan Arenado's 32, five a year. Manny's 30 okay. a year. Okay. So, okay. But that's. So he'll want more than 35 is what I'm saying. Or will he? Because the new way of doing it is just give me all this money and lower the AAV. That's what we've seen this offseason. True. Lower the AAV. Give me all the money. Give me yeah, more. Aaron years. Judge is still getting paid 40 plus million dollars a year. Okay. True. But Bogarts, Turner, Correa. But they're already, those two guys, those three guys, they're already at the AAV are like the three highest paid shortstops in the history of the game with the AAV. No, Bogarts is 25. I mean, Bogarts right now is probably like seventh to Tatis, Turner, Correa. I mean, he, he's he's not. He's at 25. I mean, it's a good number. Well, you got – hold on. Let me check here. So we got Corey Seager's making 35 a year. Okay. okay. Francisco Lindor's making 34-1 a year. Yeah, Bogarts uh, is like seventh. And then, you know, Tatis will get 30 here soon. Mm-hmm. Bogarts is actually fourth at 25 a year. Trey Turner's now at 27. So that's higher. That's higher. And then Tatis will slot in now after this year. Oh, Correa's at number one. Right. Right? No, he's 13, 350, whatever it is. I mean, that's Okay, so it's Corey Seager is the highest paid shortstop in baseball, AAV-wise. Well, that's my point. His deal was before this CBA. Now these Correct. next guys are like, we're going to get a zillion dollars and we don't care how much it is per year. Right. Because we're getting more money. And like, it's, it's crazy. More years. And like Tatis is getting paid $7 million, I believe, this season. But that before. doesn't impact the Padres' AAV. I know. It's $24 million in AAV. It's an interesting, I mean, it's a really interesting conversation. It is. I mean, does Manny want to be highest AAV or does he want the most money? I mean, I think everyone wants the most money now. Like, who cares? Like, Correa at 350 is way better than making $50 million for one year with the Twins. He's just guaranteed himself $350 million. Who cares about making $40 million a year? Right. So I think Machado, I mean... Uh, yeah, I'm. I understand what you're saying. I think it's going to be a deal that gets him more than maybe his last deal. Maybe it's ten years, three ten. Ten years, three thirty. <clears throat> I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. Okay. Does Manny want to be? Does want Manny just want to make overall more money, or does he want to be make sure that yeah he makes more money, but also he's the highest paid third baseman in the game? Yeah, maybe that that's a pretty big request though. So what are you saying that the highest paid third baseman in the game is who? Rendon at 35, 36 a year. Well, if you paid him 35, 36 a year and gave him the 10 years, right? I mean, now you're at 360 or whatever, 361, 351. Right. <laughs> I mean, well, the question goes to this what would Manny get on the open market? Probably something comparable to that 300 million plus, 10 years plus would be my guess. So, I don't want to hear anybody talk about hometown discounts, okay? Yeah, but it, it's less hometown. But it's not that it's a hometown discount. It's like, hmm, it's a good point because you're you're going to get that from a good team, you would think, with Machado. Like, like I'm just throwing out teams with a bunch of money, like um, New York, both teams in New York, right? The Cubs, Giants, Philly's got a boatload of money. Uh, Braves, I don't think the Braves would do a big contract like that. Um, you know, I don't think you go back to LA. I don't think LA would want him. 
I don't know. I, I mean, I don't think he'd go to LA. I feel like LA would want him, but maybe not at that price. Yeah. It's just like what other team it's a tricky thing. It's a tricky, yeah. it's it's gonna be tricky to navigate because you know the first question during spring training now is unless they get a contract extension before then is like this could be your last year, Manny. Are you opting in or opting out? And that I'm, you don't yeah. want that to be a storyline. We've season. said that so much. I mean, I think it is the storyline. It's like it is all of a it sudden, really like, oh, is that going to be a storyline? Like now, it is the storyline, and that's not the worst thing in the world. It, it, I don't know if it's the worst thing in the world. It's baseball. It's not. It's not Tom Brady. Hey, you're about to become a free agent or LeBron but, James, where it dominates the news cycle. But for us in San Diego, like, look at last year. What was dominating the news cycle every time Musgrove pitched? Money's going up. It's true. True. Now it didn't affect although, him on the field. That's great. He wasn't as good in the second half. But yeah, I mean, it was a story. But how big of a story was it, honestly? It was still a story. It won't be as big. It wasn't a big a story as the Manny Machado sure. thing will be. Agree. No, I, I completely agree with that. All right. We need to talk about our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz and Farmers Insurance. If you're here, please subscribe. Year round content for Padres fans. That's all we ask. Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. If you want to support this channel with a super chat, click the dollar sign. In the chat box down below, if you'd like to become a member and get custom emojis and badges, you can click the join button down below. We do want to thank Mark Nimitz for his support. We need to do uh, sushi with Mark next week, even though I haven't given you the details. Oh, thanks. Uh, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance in Poway. He is a San Diego and he is a huge Padres fan. I have my insurance through Mark. Homeowners in earthquake, he can save you hundreds and hundreds of dollars. If you ever have a claim, he can literally save you thousands of dollars. Auto, home, runner's life, earthquake, and more. You get a quote online at his website, which is down below. Uh, you see it on the screen right now. You can click the link down below if you're watching on YouTube as well. Uh, great insurance agent. Take it from me. Again, he can save you hundreds of dollars. A huge Padres fan that supports this channel, has supported this channel since day one. So if you support this channel, if you want to support a San Diegan, if you have insurance needs, the next time you have a renewal, before you renew, contact Mark. He will save you money. He supports this channel. And thank you, Mark, for your support of the wrap-up show. All his information is above my head. Nimitz at FarmersAgent.com. When you reach out to him, let him know that uh, John and Jim from the wrap-up show sent you. My freaking dog finally sat down. He just bangs his paw on a glass window like, dude, that doesn't work. That's like, not how you get outside. You need hands. the fuck out, bro. You have no hands. <laughs> he has paws. He, does. he has no. He has no thumb. True, yeah, you're right. Because we all be we'd all be doing that if we had if we were if we had no thumbs, dude. If the dog had thumbs, you know how, they'd all be dead. They would just be eating like Advil and like they'd eat everything. So yeah, they would climb on like counters and just like and they'd the open the door shit. and just run in the streets like constantly. Yeah, it would be a it would be a problem. Bentley, no, sorry, right? these things, man. <laughs> the dog Bentley, no, no. The other story today, in addition to John Heyman reporting that Manny Machado will opt out is uh, Carlos Rodon. We find this out in the last 24 hours since our last video. Uh, Carlos Rodon to the Yankees. It's not a crazy dollar amount. The years are high. Six years, $162 million. So Rodon off the board for the Padres. Starting pitching market via free agency, thinning out. I mean, there are some names. Nathan Avaldi comes to mind. Seth Lugo. There are others. Uh, Johnny Cueto. And then there's the trade market, which is something A.J. Preller has attacked to land starting pitching over the last couple of years. But Rodon is gone. He is not a Padre, and uh, we'll see what they do moving forward in terms of starting pitching. Yeah, I think Rodon, you know, hold on a second here. Bentley, stop it. He's got this, like, 
paw thing and we had like we put a bandage on it and it keeps licking it. It's oh, the God. worst. Put a coat on its head. Be a man. That will not work. I know. Um, I think we all kind of knew Rodon was a pipe dream. I think, right? Once Bogart signed. But Rodon then again, you look, was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you look at the money and you're like, that's not that's not 200 million. You know, 162. Right. That's not like the most like money. That's doable. In the world. Right. Like that's that's around the range. Maybe Musgrove would have gotten. Like Musgrove may have not got. Musgrove wasn't going to get one sixty two in the offseason of the free agent, but he probably would have gotten like 130, 140, mm-hmm. 150 max. Yep. Maybe you know, but but and six years doesn't really scare me. The nine year contract for a pitcher that would scare me. Six years that nah, doesn't scare me. Yeah, I mean it's right. I mean it's only one year more than Musgrove. Um, 162 i'm with you i mean we were led to believe it was going to be 200 million dollars right if it was 200 million dollars then you're like okay yep. but 162 you're like could you have thrown your hat in the but ring? but now we're talking about what's it going to cost to keep machado what's it going to cost to appease soto and that's down the road probably but machado isn't really down the road so are you right. using some of that money because you're going to need some of that money but you still have to address your starting pit. This is the problem we talked about earlier. How much money can you attach to just three or four or five players and still field a good 26-man roster that right. isn't only top-heavy? Um, and they figured it out last year. And I think they'll figure it out this year. I think they're going to be very good this year. And, you know, I, I trust Peter Seidler to put this organization in position to continue to win. It's the best way I could put it. Yeah, I, ca- I can't guarantee that Peter Seidler can keep these four players all in a Padres uniform, but I trust that Peter Seidler can position this franchise to win well beyond 2023. I think you have to. Right. You have, you have to also like, there's a lot of things here. You got to think about the future, you know, and after this year, it's like, you don't have anybody in your starting rotation except for Joe Musgrove. That's locked in. Uh, That's crazy. Yeah, that's right. So like, there's a lot of things that could happen this next off. A lot of things where mm-hmm. any contract, you need potentially four starting pitchers. Like, that's crazy to me. You're saying after next year? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to need four starting pitchers because today's December 16th, and they're going to address some of this between December 16th and the start of the year. You're right. But as of right now, at this very moment on December Mm -hmm. 16th, they need four starting pitchers in 2024 that they do not have currently on this roster. I would say in 2024 also, there's a likelihood that Adrian Morahone or Ryan Weathers or Reese Kinnear or Jay Groom starts games for the Padres. Well, they better because if they don't, then the Padres are going to be right a little Spending bit in trouble more there. Money. Yeah, <laughs> right. right? So I, I think come 2024, one of those players has to emerge in some capacity as a number five starter. I don't think that's asking the world over the next 18 months for that to happen. But you're right. It, it, there's a lot of question marks in there with the rotation. No team, of course, in baseball has enough starting pitching probably, or most teams don't. Uh, but the Padres do need starting pitching. I think they'll get creative with it. Is it via trade? Um, is it internal? Is it with, a I don't know, just a savvy signing? Is it with someone that's trade overseas? Yeah, trade definitely. Again, there's name. You know, I see the Evaldi. We see the Seth Lugo. Um they need I, someone. They, they, I don't they, know. Like, if Preller goes out and trades for somebody, I would bet a lot of money, a lot of money, that it's a guy that has control, that it won't be a one-year guy. 
just so he can make sure that 2023 he has this guy and beyond. I'd be mm-hmm. shocked if he goes out and trades for a guy on a final year of his contract, <laughs> right? Um, maybe to start the year. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised in July if the Padres were, you know, 70 and 30, if he did. I'm talking about before the start of 2023. Yeah, I, I don't think I would be as surprised. I mean, because it's like how much – I'm all in on 2023 with oh, an eye towards too. 2024 as well. But if I'm Preller, it's like – I could win a World Series in 2023. There's nobody in baseball that would say the Padres can't do that. So if that well, means yeah, getting a guy the in a one-year deal. If he has the opportunity to get a guy that's like a Justin, you know what I mean, like Justin Verlander to change this team and he's on only one year left on his deal, I don't know who that is out there, but right. I'm just giving you I'm an sure example. I'm sure there's a lot of guys, whoever's, you know. But yeah, I think it's more likely he wants a guy that's controllable. They've typically gotten guys that are controllable. Um I'm not overly worried about the starter. I mean, again, would I have wanted Carlos Rodon? Of course. Would I have wanted some of this pitching that's gone off the market? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just don't think you're going to have this roster with these big bats, and you're just going to forget about starting pitching, and the wheels are going to fall off like it's 2021. Like They won't. They had to have learned that lesson. I feel like they did going into last year with the six starters or the seven starters. They did, and it's December 16th. Right. If this was February 16th and they still didn't have it, like then it'd be like, Right, but last year was like March 16th. I mean, that's because of the lockout. They did well, yeah. But know. then they got Sean Manaya like last second, and that was like that's a right. great, great trade. Yeah. Even though Manaya did not do well the last half of the season, I will contest that he was very important to this team last year. Mm-hmm. And that was was that before the start of spring training or at the end of spring training? That was like the last day of spring training, and then he they were playing the A's, and he literally walked over to the right. Padres dugout and pitched against the A's that day. So that's how crazy, I mean, that's how late it could happen. And again, that circumstance was different, I think, because of right. the lockout. But it could happen as late as spring training, of course. You could yeah. make a trade like that. He just did it. Right. Um, like this, this, the, If anybody thinks that the team that they field for game one next year is like a finished product, no chance in hell. Right. By and large, it, it won't be. But that's, it, I feel like that's every team every year, right? Well, yeah, I, but it's also, like you said, to your point, and I'll agree with you, you know, if they don't have a starter by the game one of the season, doesn't mean that they're going to go a whole year without it, without uh, trying to acquire another one. Right. I mean, it sounds a little risky to go into it with uh, Darvish, Musgrove, Snell, Martinez, Morahone, and that's it. Right. Right. I mean, that sounds a little suspect. I feel like they need one more than that. Mm-hmm. But if you started April and that was it, would you be like, oh, no, they're in the tank? They, I mean, this team's going to be terrible. No, nobody would say that. I mean, you'd have through Martinez, you'd feel decent. And then it would be a little bit of a wild card with your fifth starter. There'd be ups and downs. And, uh, you know, you could certainly do that for two months. And you could certainly do that for nine or 10 starts and see where you're at. And you're here's not really how to be behind the eight ball. Here's how this whole starting pitching thing doesn't become. An issue next year is if Snell, Musgrove, and Darvish all pitch through healthy throughout the entire season, and two of those guys have career years. Yeah, that's asking a lot since Darvish has finished second in Cy Young, and Snell has won a Cy Young, and Musgrove is coming off the best year of his right. career. Like if I'm, and if if Blake Snell magically threw 160 innings next year. <laughs> and Darvish and Musgrove through 180 plus innings next year. Right. And Nick Martinez wins the Cy Young and Adrian Morahone is second in the Cy Young. And right. Ryan they're Weathers fine. Everything's fine. Yeah, exactly. And if Tatis hits 50 home runs and if Machado opts in for 20 right. years at 10 million a year. But if one guy gets injured, then you'll start to see the, uh-oh. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is the maybe that's why Julio Tehran is, is here. The margin for error is. Um... <laughs> that's why Julio Tehran is here. That's why he's here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In, in case Blake Snell goes down. No, I mean, but they do have some. They have some insurance policies. Again, I don't think Tehran's starting the big leagues next year. Maybe a couple of times, but not thirty times. We know that. Um, we do want to remind you about our partnership with Aura. Great company. If you're looking to get healthier in 2023, uh, please consider Aura. Ora.organic. Their co-founder Will is a San Diegan and a huge Padres fan. They've got offices in Liberty Station. This is a great company. All of their products are plant-based, including their probiotic. I took one this morning. They've got proteins for after workouts. They have pre-workout supplements. They have omega-3 oils. They have immunity and sleep pills. They literally have something for everyone, including this multivitamin you see on the screen. If you click build your routine, you'll get 30% off your very first order. So click build your routine. You'll get 30% off your very first order. Great company. Get healthier. Good for yourself, your spouse, your family, your friends. ORA.organic. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Will, for your support of this channel. Again, check them out. 30% off your first order, ORA.organic. Yeah, go there right now to live a healthy lifestyle. Aura is the best place to hit up for the holiday seasons. You can build your routine there at the bottom right-hand corner of the screen, and you get 30% off your first order, www.aura.organic. They have everything you want and need to be healthier in life. Go there right now. You'll thank us later. This is an interesting thing to consider for 2023, Michael, this idea. You know, everyone here would love to see that. This speaks to what John Heyman reported earlier today. Can you get something done with Machado to extend him out this offseason? If not, what's it going to take to keep him, whether he's an MVP caliber candidate or not? I think even with a good year, he's going to cost $300 million. I think with a great year, it could be more than that. But, you know, if Manny does win the MVP in 2023, I think it's a great thing. Why would any Padre fan root against something like that? And if he wins the MVP in 2023, you've put yourself in a position to win the World Series. Absolutely. It's like a, uh, you know, it's a great situation to be in, but it's also a situation that is going to cost you money-wise if Manny has another year like he did last year. And if he's if it's even better than last year, mm -hmm. because that means that the price tag is only going up. It's a great it's a great problem for the Padres to have, but it's also a problem, <laughs> you know, because that's not going to be cheap. Right. I don't know if it's going to be cheap either way. No, you're right. If Manny comes, if Manny goes out next year and has a bad year, someone's still going to give him nine years, two ninety, <laughs> right, right. Or something like that. 10 years, 300 is my guess. That's my guess. Thanks so we shall see. Oh, what is this? Oh. Jim, Jim Russell, Russell is, terrible. is terrible. Just hollering, Just hollering out FBS. But you're watching. Yeah, and you're hiding behind a fake avatar. Or so. is it actually Pinocchio? And he's lying. And oh, really, Jim Russell is amazing. Maybe, yes. Maybe that's what's going on. And his nose is growing. Do you think we'll get any Padres moves between now and New Year's Day? Profar news, first base. I wouldn't put belief. it honestly for the rest of the league. Probably not any big new, big news, but for Preller, I wouldn't put anything past him. Like I say, yes. I think in the next you, two weeks we're gonna move. Like you know Preller, and it's gonna be Christmas Eve, and everyone's at home, <laughs> and then all of a sudden probably going to make some move and it's gonna be like oh my god you know like why is this guy like 
all the GMs around baseball are gonna be like, why is this motherfucker calling me on New Year's Eve when I'm with my right. family? Right. On Christmas Day. Right. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past Preller to do anything like that. Right. I'm with you. Listen, I, I see all the, you know, people saying, hey, listen, you know, Machado's got a great relationship with AJ. He's got a great relationship with Peter. All of that is probably true. Yeah. All of it is probably true. The Padres probably want to keep Machado here for the rest of his career. They probably want to build a statue for him. They hope he goes into the Hall of Fame with the Padres hat. And I'm sure Manny wants to stay here as well. Right. So at the right price. Right. So that's that's the good news, but it is it's a business. So it nothing's 100% unless it's 100%. The only 100% with Machado is 2023. He cannot go anywhere and is not. Yep. And will be the professional that he's been and will hit and play and let's hope he can stay healthy like he's been able to do for the better part of his career. So that's guaranteed. Beyond that, I think that it's a good, you know, I'd rather be having this conversation talking Padres baseball than Orioles baseball. Mm -hmm. If this was a 10-year deal for Machado with the Orioles, he'd be gone Easy. after that fifth year. But it's not the Orioles. It's the Padres. It's Peter Seidler, not whomever owns the Orioles. So, again, I think they're going to find a way to get this thing done. But like you said earlier, it's it's not a guarantee. It's no. a better spot than if Kansas City was in this predicament or Pittsburgh. But it's not 100% unless they can make it 100% by working out a, a deal before he has that opt-out. And, and, you know, I see in the chat, and I'm sure a lot of Padres fans will talk about it as well, like the relationship that and we just said, the relationship that yep. AJ and Peter and Manny all have. Like you saw them, how they hugged last year. Like it was just the relationship is tight. Mm -hmm. That helps when these situations come up. Absolutely. I'm not going to say it doesn't because if the, the bridges were burned, you know, then yeah, he's gone. Mm -hmm. But relationships do help. Winning does help. But the last factor there, it's got to be met, and that's the money. If the money's not met, then it's like relationships and winning, okay, that's great, but I deserve like what I deserve. And that's how all life works, you know? If you're off if we do if yep. we do great, John, and we're lowballed, we're like, no, we're not taking that, even though we love what we do. Like we we want what we deserve. Everyone in life wants what they deserve. Even mm -hmm. if you have the greatest relationship with your boss, even if you're friends with your boss, you know, and you guys are on top of the world and you guys are, you know, doing great in your bit in your field. It doesn't all it if you know if the money's not met, all of that kind of goes away. Yeah. Which is a good segue to please keep us on the radio by listening yeah. to us on the radio. <laughs> if you want us to continue to provide content for you on YouTube. Please keep us on the radio as well. San Diego Sports 760. We talk as much Padres as anyone in the city, three to six, Monday through Friday, including today, where we'll lead our show by discussing John Heyman's report of Manny Machado opting out at the end of the 2023 season. Um, it's never a dull moment, man. I kind of like it. I mean, the, I, I like the Padres news cycle. I really do. I think Padres fans do as well. It's a winning news cycle by and large the last couple of years, but it is, it's a new cycle and it's interesting. This covering this team is not like covering the Orioles. It's just not. And I think we all prefer it to be that way. So yeah, again, join us today. We'll be on the radio from three to six talking about this uh, Machado looming opt out. Uh, we'll have you covered from a Padres perspective every single day, San Diego sports, seven sixty. If you're not in San Diego, please listen on the iHeartRadio radio app. Uh, just search for John and Jim. Also, please subscribe. If you're a Padres fan, please subscribe to this channel. We really appreciate the subscribers. Cost you nothing. Please subscribe. 
Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter, at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. Thank you for the supers. If you're watching on replay, thank you for the super thanks as well. Um, and thank you for the memberships as well. Just click the join button if you'd like to become a member of this channel. Support our partners, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. He can save you up to $750 on your insurance just by switching. Auto, home, runner's life, earthquake, insurance. <laughs> it's not. Um, we don't think so, Brian. Brian um, also, it's chosen Jeopardy. It's not. No, Hopefully. we would just like to grow it if possible. We'd like to be doing it as long as possible. Um, Aura, ORA.organic, 30% off your very first order. Um, all plant-based products get healthier in 2023. We'll be back with you, of course, on the wrap-up show, so please subscribe. We're with you every single day, Monday through Friday, on the radio, San Diego Sports 760 from 3 to 6. Thank you guys for your support. Have a great weekend. We'll catch up with you this afternoon at 3 p.m. For Jim, I'm John. This has been the wrap-up show. Peace. Bye-bye. We're not. I might. Jim will. <laughs>